Hey guys, this is Matt Cross, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. It can't be both radio and a podcast, but with you, yes, it can. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio. This is the Raw Review. I'm Corey. Hey, 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 this is Nick Winstead. Here for uh, Monday Night Raw or Tuesday Morning Throwdown, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, we're here today to discuss uh, the go-home show before WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw. But before I forget, okay. guys, there's actually a couple things I want to say. Before, uh, let's do the usual. We have a few things we want to get off our chest. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the first thing, guys, please uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's a good way to catch up with the show, especially when we take breaks like last week when we were on spring break. Yeah. Our, our forced vacation by the San Francisco Unified School. Is that what City College is under? The Unified School District? Um, no, I don't. I think it's a college something. Yeah, something yeah. something different. But uh, last week we were on a forced break because it was spring break and yeah. we had no offices to record in. We need it. Yeah. We don't. We're not fancy. We ha- we use our school's uh, equipment to do what we can. We're ghetto that way. Yeah, we try. No, no, I don't say ghetto. I say um, like uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurial. That's probably not even the word for it either. We're ghetto and ghetto. Exactly. Uh, but like I said, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. We're on all different social media pro- social media platforms at CWR four one five. That's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And everything else you could think of. Yes. Coming to CastBox soon. Yes. We will be on CastBox. Yes. And another thing, there's a... Height. Whoa. Was that, was that, was... that was a little loud. Okay. Um, another thing we want to get into. Guys, Um, I don't know if we should mention this. Should we just mention... Uh, guys, we shared a link on our page today. Um, there was an incident at a recent uh, local... And this has nothing to do with Monday Night Raw. Yeah. We're not going to talk about really what happened. But basically, um, a championship belt was actually stolen... From a local promotion, all pro wrestling. Shoot or kayfabe, we won't know. No, it, this is definitely this is all this is all real. There's nothing like shoot or kayfabe. This is just real life right yeah. here. Um, basically, the championship belt or the worldwide internet championship was stolen last Friday. Um, they are trying to raise funds to get a new title back, a yes. new championship belt. Um, so we did share a link on our Facebook page. So guys, if you have it in your heart, if you love indie wrestling, if you want to promote indie wrestling, this would be a great way to get involved. Um, like I said, on our Facebook page, there's a link to check it out. GoFundMe page. Yeah. If you can the give... All Pro Wrestling Worldwide Internet Championship held by such greats as um, Jacob Fatu, Currently. Uh, Chris Hero, um, Drake Younger. Oh, when I saw that Chris Hero, was, I was like, oh, man, we got to get that title. We got to get a new title back, man. Uh, who, who else held that title? Carl <laughs> Fredericks. Carl Fredericks. There we go. Uh, um, a whole lot of people. A whole Did lot of people. You Daniel know, Bryan hold that title? Brian Danielson, I think think might have held that title for a minute there i can't go. say for sure but guys help out be a all part of the yes movement and uh fund that belt be a part of the all pro wrestling um help them out um give anything you can like i said uh that we shared a link on our facebook we're talking way too long about this um but yeah um give what you can we love all pro wrestling um marcus the head promoter there has been nothing but great to all his fans and I, I hate to see you know something like that happen to them so I gave something this morning. I know you're going to give something later. So yep. guys, do what you can. Um, yeah, so Monday Night Raw. Um, <sighs> this is the kickoff show for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Uh, what did you think, Nick? Um, For a go-home show, I really saw... Um, it didn't really feel like um, show-wise they were really going home. They were just showing a lot of hype packages. That's the only go home I really saw about the show, and maybe the end. It didn't really yeah. feel like a go home show. It it was just another raw, but they were talking more about WrestleMania. Yeah, there was definitely um, it wasn't really it it was okay. There was some stuff that I actually there was like one segment that we'll get into later that I found really funny. But um, we started out Monday Night Raw with the Authority and uh, contract signing. The Authority with... will truly never die. No, 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 and um. They had this weird contract signing where they were. Did you there was two tables. I was looking at Triple H's head during that whole segment, and it, I know he's. Hey, what you see about my head? I know he's balding, man. Uh, I know he's balding, but it looks like he's wearing a bald cap. Like his face and the top of his head, like color wise, just don't match. Oh, I mean, it looks like he's wearing a bald cap, just to like fuck 
Just like uh, mess with a Kurt Angle. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, yeah, no, sometimes, you know, like I've noticed like my hairline because I have hair, maybe because you had hair for so long, it's just, you know, different skin tone. I'm sure like if you ever shaved your head all the way. No, I probably sh- shaved my, yeah, I have shaved my oh, head. Okay, well, yeah, never mind then. He just recently in the past like five years started doing that, five, ten yeah, years. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, but it kicked off with a contract signing with Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey signing their contracts for their match at WrestleMania against Stephanie. Oh, no, McMahon. they didn't sign the contract. Oh, they didn't sign the contract? No. Oh my God! See, that's what happens when you have to uh, sit through the authority. It was just a face to face. A face to face. Oh, and it was so ridiculous. They're like, "Okay, so we're not gonna have a weigh in, but we're gonna take a picture." Wait, when? When? What? Let's take a selfie. When? When? When did we ever take pictures like in UFC? Like never. And you know they had this whole thing where Ronda, like, oh, so Triple H hits Kurt Angle with the microphone. Well, let's talk about the whole like segment in general. What about it? It's you. It, hey, Rhonda, Rhonda, listen. You're gonna you're gonna be working for us after this, okay? And then and then you you'll lose and you'll work for us. It, I mean, like, Rhonda has no presence. No, no, she's just she needs work. She needs to go through the independent scene if she really wants to be a wrestler. She should have gone through NXT. She should have started at like, you know. APW. Yeah. She should I mean, what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, she should have started at a local promotion. She should have maybe wrestled a couple matches where she didn't have to, um, you know, perform on the mic. You know, something like a local independent team. Maybe Hollywood or pro wrestling from yeah. Hollywood. I don't think Stephanie McMahon is a good person to start with. No, I don't either. I because th- you're working with someone, basically, who doesn't wrestle a lot, and you're going to get, like, a really safe match out of her you're not going to get but that's challenging but that's exactly what they want we everybody knows stephanie mcmahon will be booed instantly if you put ronda rousey against anybody else you can put her against dana brooke dana brooke would probably run run around like on that mic like you know run circles around her and And she's gonna stand there and look like she's in her pants who ronda rousey but if you put her against Stephanie McMahon, everybody instantly hates her. You know, she has that instant heat that, you know. So it's, I get why they're doing it, but whatever. It's not fun. It's not, like, the only part of this match I'm looking for. I mean. Remember when Stephanie McMahon said, I know how you do when you lose. Something like that. Something along That was really weird because, like, Ronda got really suicidal during that. Yeah. What are you going to do? Commit suicide? Yeah, I was like. Are you going to take your life? Are you going to cry about it? Yeah, I was just. mm. And then. I'll give you a noose. So. Oh, well. So that was. um, (laughs) Then afterwards. Kurt uh, Angle is dead to me after all this. He's dead. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Kurt Angle is just. He just likes his paycheck. Uh, he's doing exactly what he's being told. He and that's dead fine. to me. Um, he turns around after they take their picture, and oh yeah, there was this whole picture taking. Singer coach says, "You know, we don't weigh in. We're gonna take a picture." I don't remember that part. And then they all went over to the other side of the table yeah. to stand next to each other. And Kurt Angle turns around. Of course, Hunter hits him with the microphone. Yeah, and he falls out. Yeah, and Rhonda starts choking. This like really soft choke to trip. Like that would look like the softest choke ever. Um, and then all of a sudden, Stephanie McMahon puts Ronda Rousey through the it was like the a most awkward choke slam. It was like press. It was weird, but it was really weird because that was just like it was so like just pick her up and put her through the, like that table broke so easily. Yeah, and, and then, then she was like, oh, she didn't even sell she didn't it. Really she was s- like, no, she doesn't know how to sell either. And it's like she she had this look on her face like. <sighs> Like, when you get put through a table, you're supposed to be incapacitated. Yeah, she you're looked sp- like me when I was on the toilet layer that day. Yeah, I mean, that night. I mean, she just looked like, you know, she just looked like she was in pain, and she was like, oh, I'm going to get you. She was bothered. Yeah. So that was the first segment of the night, and then Triple H and um, Stephanie Man leave the ring. Everyone leaves. And, and then they play Bow Down to the... Yeah. Bow- Bow, they play bow down to the king while they're showing the Daniel Bryan, um, Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn spot. Yeah, I didn't. That was. I don't know. I I was trying to figure that out. Were they trying to do like the first hour commercial free or something like that, and just it put felt in their very own very commercial free? Yeah. But but they had their own commercials. Yes. Like even th- later through the show, I've haven't seen. Does Rod usually doesn't do the picture in picture? Do they? No. 
Only and they, SmackDown. And they did it later with a but with a WWE commercial, not with regular commercials. That's what I was saying. The only thing that was go home about Raw this Monday was just the fact that they were showing a lot of hype videos. There was yeah. nothing that really said, Oh, you gotta you gotta watch WrestleMania. I swear to God, you gotta watch it. Yeah. Um so I mean, I'll watch it, but it wasn't well, very we'll watch like, it because it's our job, but Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're not getting paid for this. No, we're actually not getting paid for this. So, um, but yeah, this goes into our first match of the night: Bailey versus Sonya Deville, and uh, you know they're they're having the match. Why is this still happening? Why is Absolution still a thing? Because you know they brought him up to the main roster, and they might as well do something with them. It didn't plan out well, but whatever. You got to make the best with what you got. Do you see them breaking up during the shakeup? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope so. Who goes where? You could send Sonya Deville over to um, over to Smack. Keep Mandy Rose on Raw for sure. Yeah. Send send Sonya Deville over to. And where uh, do you Smackdown. see Sonya Deville going? Like, to SmackDown. No, not like her career. She can be a contender for the the women's title. I don't know though. It just send Mandy Rose over there and bring. I feel like these the, these three women teams just haven't. They haven't clicked. It was really weird when they brought him up, and it, it was, like, both within one week. Yeah. they, they I mean, Mandy's got it. Oh, just, she definitely, yeah. Just, yeah. like, the last week when they had Sonya Deville and Ronda Rousey, like I was saying, like, Ron, like um, Sonya Deville, and she is an MMA fighter. Everyone yeah. has MMA skills now. But next to Ronda, she looks like she's cosplaying as an as an MMA fighter. No, definitely. She looks like she's just dressing up. And it's funny because I wonder how she feels around Ronda because it's like, he's like, oh, you're an actual, you top of the game MMA fighter where I don't think Sonya Deville was like UFC women's champion, like nothing like that. Yeah. I think she had. Probably like amateur. Yeah. So. You know, probably had some title belts wherever, but. And no. she probably goes, hey, you want to like spar up? It's like, bitch, don't talk to me. Don't even look at me. Like, Don't even look in my direction. Hey, Rhonda. Hey, hey, you want to spar up? You know, you want to uh, hair up and square up? Um, yeah, so they're, Bailey and Sonya Deville are having a match, and the women's memorial. Did, 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 did you hear that? It's like, Sonya Deville is going to be a future women's champion. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. Hey, maybe one day. Who knows? Um, they're having the match in front of the women's battle royal trophy. How ugly is that trophy? The, um... the bikini bottom trophy? It looks like a bikini bottom without without you know we let's just say that, yeah. So they have this bikini bottom trophy and it's just it's ugly. It's ugly. That's just patronizing at this point. Yeah, That's just and demeaning. I, and I want, yeah, we're not gonna have a pimp, but we're gonna have a, a thong. Yeah, and I, what I was thinking is like how how do the actual performers feel about the trophy? Do they are they just like because I I don't see Bailey or Sasha Banks going like oh man I really want to can win they that. even lift that thing. Oh yeah, dude, they're strong. Come on, they're strong. They got, they got, they got. I mean, Sasha couldn't even go through a table at Hell in a Cell two years ago, and oh, like, she's light. She's are light they gonna a... like be able to lift it? She floats like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Um, yeah. So, well, she is a bee actually. If you've seen on TV, a boss. It's boss time. Had a dream. I had made it. I feel like they bill her from Boston just for that. She's from Boston. Yeah, she's the boss from Boston. I mean, I'm it's all it's they all don't kayfabe. Say that. It's all kayfabe, man. I mean, like yeah, you can know, make I up know. a backstory. Well, I was saying, yeah, I, you, you know, you saw my text. She's from Fairfield. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's confer- confirmed. Yes. By our own City Wrestling Radio, Nick Winstead. Um, but basically, Bailey wins with the roll up. Um, Absolution attacks Bailey after the match, but who comes down yeah. to save her? Uh, the boss. Uh, the Bay Area owns uh, Sasha Banks. Um, no. Legit boss time. Uh, it was really weird because then Sasha demands after beating off Absolution, she demands Bailey to raise her hand, and I'm like, "You didn't win a match. Who gets their hand raised?" Well, why would she argue with her? She should have raised her hand and then like kicked her, like Colt gave her Rainmaker or something. Rainmaker. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then she demands Bailey to raise her arm, and it was just really weird. And she's like, "Raise my hand. Raise my hand." They and, both look like and it, nerds. They did kind of look like nerds. Um, and, but no, but Bailey did not look like a nerd. I have it in all caps. I wrote in all caps. Bailey gets a backbone, finally. Yeah. Bailey beats the crap out of Sasha. Um, they kind of go back and forth until Absolution jumps back in the ring. And I think this is going to be one of those things that they're going to have a few matches, but they're going to learn that 
they're stronger together as a force than they are. You know, they're stronger together than they are separate. And so, yeah, whatever. Do you see them, like, blowing this off at Backlash? Yeah. yeah. Because now the pay-per-views are no longer, like, single-branded. They're, like, dual-branded. So you're going to have to, like, have a either fight for that to get it shot in the the pay-per-views. Yeah, they're definitely not going to fight at the Greatest Royal Rumble where there's going to be apparently no women's matches. Yep. Um, so Bailey gets a backbone. Absolution attacks afterwards. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it goes and then we're going to have the... It's an absolution angle. Yeah. So then um, our next match of the night, which was a really, really, really good match. Um, I mean, I didn't take a whole lot of notes on it because it was just a whole lot of back and forth. Yeah. Um, Did you see uh, Finn Balor's... Um, new shirt? For everybody? Yeah, I want to say, everyone, go out and go out and buy, if you're a Finn Balor fan, if you promote uh, equality, um, please go buy a new Finn Balor shirt, it, Balor Club uh, Rainbow Colors, yeah. uh, black shirt with Rainbow Color Balor Club logo, proceeds go to GLAAD. Um, yeah. I don't know what that stands for, but uh, they do promote advancements for and opportunities for gay and lesbians, um, transgender, and anyone in that community. So, like I said, if you guys promote equality and you're a big Finn Balor fan, go go buy a shirt. You know, because you, you know about the whole um, rumor that was going around that um, Stephanie McMahon wanted uh, Finn Balor to portray a empowered gay superstar. Whatever. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, if he just did it, that's the thing. You can't do it where but it's he's, like, he's I'm not gay. gay. Oh, yeah. If you're gay, you're gay. It's one thing. That's yeah. fine. You can be a gay character. But yeah, it's weird to force someone to be. Yeah, I don't know. Why didn't they do this with Darren Young when he was on the roster? Yeah, that's actually good. That's a pretty good point. You know, he's uh, openly they had gay. An Op- and Sonia Deville is a open lesbian. I think they might try something with Sonia Deville, but like they can't say like she just needs to do like give her her own angle where it's just you know her fighting for something like in a title. If you put her in a title match and have Alexa be like, oh yeah, you're trying to hit on me, da da, and she's like, you know what? I might I might be a lesbian or I may be into women, but I'm gonna kick your ass and take that title. Like- Anyways, so um. This is Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Um, and Do we have this match already? I feel like we did. I mean, we always have this match every week. But it's a great match every week. I, I, I wasn't really paying attention to it. I was really listening to the Miz's commentary oh about God. talking about being a th- new oh my father. God. That's, that was all he, that's all he would talk about. He was just That's like, how people are when they have a new kid. That's all they ever talk about. I'm he, surprised he is say, hey, hey, coach, you want to see my pictures? You want to see pictures? Yeah. Uh yeah, Dude, coach sucks. Coach sucks. <laughs> I even wrote this like right after coach this. Sucks. Coach sucks so much, man. Like it's just it's, bland black dude. It's just I don't know, man. He's just so like he, he says stuff and then he'll be like, oh, never mind. And then like Michael Cole will cut him off. Corey Graves will cut him off all the time. And it's like because he doesn't know what he's talking about. He, you know what? You know who we need back. It's on been there? for ten. Y- you know, you, you haven't been here for ten years, and you still suck. Yeah, like well, at least back in the day, like maybe I was I was a kid, and you know, I was like two thousand partaking more in you know drugs and alcohol. But at the same time, it's like he was at least a little bit better back then. Heel coach was great. Yeah, now he's just trying to. Yeah, now he's just sucks. like WWE is just very sterilized. It's very alcoholed. Um, it's very clean, so you can't really be a heel on commentary. <sighs> Anyways, um, so yeah, coach sucks. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, he's just there. I, you know, I um. I wish I had Booker T back. So, so I we want we Booker, drunk Uncle Booker T. Yeah, he's the greatest. But you know, okay, one thing I will say this. I was listening to an interview this morning. I think it was on the Jericho podcast, and it was Jericho and Taz. And Taz was talking about how you know when he first became a commentator. Oh, Taz wouldn't be the same. Well, well hold on. What I'm saying is, Red hook. hold on. What I'm saying is that when you're a commentator, it's not a two-way mic. You, all you hear is the back. You can't talk to the back, and all you're hearing is, you know, Vince or Kevin Dunn talking to you. Um, they talk about, you know, all you hear is them talk to you. You can't talk back to them. So there's a lot of times he said where Vince might not pay attention, might not hear exactly every single word you said. You might have just said, "Hey, you know, this next week is you know Balor versus Seth," and he'll come back and say, "Okay, tell him, tell him next week Balor versus Seth," and you can't tell him no, or you can't tell him, so you have to say it again. And at that point, I think this is what they do to Byron: is that they'll do that, and then 
the other commentators will hear and then kind of and so the show doesn't sound weird they'll kind of make fun of him for doing it to kind of oh. keep it going to kind of like what are you talking about you just said that like you know what i mean so they're just trying to keep the show entertaining so i get it so i don't know if it's vince just feeding coach a whole lot of bad lines or whatever i don't know or kevin dunn i don't know kevin dunn ain't but the Balor versus uh, Rollins, I call it the Battle of the Sling Blades because they, you know, how many Sling Blades they hit in this match? Like three or four? Uh, so many. And uh, so the end of the match, um, Rollins hit his, what I call the knee maker. Um, I like the Miss talking about like um, referencing, like, I get, I got peed and pooed on when he was talking about his baby, oh, but he talked about getting peed and pooed on. By the fans, you can. It's funny. You can tell like everything he said. He just wanted to work in something about his daughter. Like he's just like he. They're like, okay, go out there, promote the match. Yeah, talk about your daughter a little bit. That'll be. And everything he said, he could have been like, yeah, cheese pizza is great. I can't wait to eat some cheese pizza with you know what? What's her name? Uh, Monroe. Monroe. But it was something else. Monroe, right? It was something. It's Monroe. better than Birdie Joe. Oh, Birdie, so, little Birdie. I can't yeah, wait she, to see him. She's a pretty little girl, but that's an awful. You know, you know. I like Birdie Joe. You know why they named her Birdie? Why? Because they named her after um the Bella's new uh, lingerie brand. That's what. Are Birdie... you sure it wasn't vice versa? No. Mm. Anyways, um. <laughs> um yeah so then uh yeah like you said you said the miz on commentary the entire time just working in anything he can about yes. his new daughter that was perfect uh rollins hits curb stomp one two three wins the match yes. um and then you know miz does the thing holding up the time i'm the champion you're not the champion we're gonna have a match <sighs> yeah do you think finn Balor's gonna go into demon finn or is he gonna be like he's going he's demons coming out no actually now that i th- Let's think about it. Because he hasn't really th- made allusions what do you th- to it. Exactly. That's exactly what I think. And every time the demon comes out, he's like, the demon will come out this weekend, and I will win the title. You know, it will be the demon versus you, and not just, you know. It's not just Finn Balor. Yeah, it's just. A, not but Fergal Devitt. I will say this, though. In NXT, he never announced that the demon was coming. He just, every big match he had, he came out as the demon. True. And it's WrestleMania. What do you think? Yes or no? To do it. Yeah, I can see he does something with voodoo. No, because he, Bray Bray Wyatt ain't gonna come out. Hey man, I'm broken. I'm broken, man. Hey, hey, you can't pay alimony when you're deleted. Well, you're deleted. I think your alimony gets deleted too. <laughs> I think every all your bills get. It's kind of like bankruptcy. Hmm. Once you file for a deletion, um, all all your credit gets put back. Um, you know, all your debt goes away. But you know, you have to start off. Thank you, Matt Hardy. I don't have to pay child support. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I could see him doing like a voodoo demon kind of. Oh, voodoo oh, demon kind of. Oh, gimmick. voodoo demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I Bray White doesn't New, have New Orleans or something. Isn't here anymore. I liked when they he can do it. I like when he came out, and I like there was one when he came out in London as Jack the Ripper demon. Yes. And then he did uh, Texas Chainsaw Demon in Dallas one year. That was really cool. Uh, but next segment, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, I think he'll come out as and like going. in the because it's like a, it's a stadium. It, yeah. Demon. Oh, they can. Yeah, they it's can. a dome. You can't really. Oh, I love that. You don't have the open air. I wish we like, had a dome. I, w- I wish we had a dome because I was rewatching some of WrestleMania 31 recently for our upcoming WrestleMania show this week, and um, I was like, man, being outside during WrestleMania, it's it's nice. It's okay, but it's. It's weird to see a match in broad daylight. Yeah. It really is, especially during the pre-show. Like, it well, was. We have, what what are we? Um, in March, are we daylight savings or? Yeah. Yeah. Or or we're not. I don't know. One of the two. Because we're, they can't. We're spring forward, not fall back. Because like know. they would have to have WrestleMania like March second to be like okay, as soon as it hits five, it's going dark. Oh no! They no! They it just it's not possible. You know what I mean? Um, well, the Undertaker don't wrestle anymore, so they can exactly, do yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, so but cuts the backstage segment. Kurt Angle t- and Paul Heyman. Hey, Paul. Hey, just want to tell you, you know, Brock needs to be careful. Okay, he basically said uh, Brock needs to be careful. He do- he doesn't want to put the main event at or he never said main event, did he? I don't think so. 
Yeah. Because it looks like um I've heard rumors but skipping ahead because if Undertaker was gonna face John Cena, then that would be You think that'd be the very last that would match? be the main event. Yeah. Because the Universal title match last year was not the main event. Yeah, that's true. I under if it's gonna be if it was gonna be Cena versus Undertaker and it did some stipulation like it, career on the line. It was that Ra- would be it. It was Reigns Taker, wasn't it? Yes. There's no stipulation. How can there be? Anyways, we'll get into there that. There should have been we'll, though. We'll get into that. You later. know what? They've done this before, like WrestleMania. Nicholas. We'll get into it later. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um. So, yeah, the backstage Whoa, segment. first names, huh? What? Well, you're, you're using my first name. Yeah, that's huh? when I get serious. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, so backstage segment, Angle talking to Paul Heyman, just saying, hey, listen, I don't want to put the match in jeopardy. You know, tell Brock to be careful. And Heyman's just laughing. You know, oh, oh you think Brock's going to get hurt? You know, yeah. yeah. Trust the New York Jew. Yeah. Um, so I totally trust him. So then um, the next promo we have is. Ask New Jack. What? Ask New Jack. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so um, the next promo we have is the bar. The bar. Um, I fell asleep. Yeah, they came out and they were basically like, you know, you know, we don't set the bar. But we this is pretty the much the same match from last. No, there was the last two weeks. Oh yeah. Well, there was a segment beforehand. Did you see the segment? Yes. So um, you know, the bar comes out. They kind of give their whole spiel, like, "Hey, Braun, buddy, you know, like, you know, you you need to find a partner. You're not going to find a partner," and. You know, Braun comes out. And he goes, "I found a tag team partner," and you know he's a lot like me. Hold on, and his uh, just a little, just a little different. And he comes out, and uh, well, no, his brother, his twin brother, apparently, Brain Strowman. He should have come out to say like some smarter Brains. something. E equals MC square with these hands. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. That was stupid, but. You're going to find out the ad speed velocity of an unlaying swallow when I punch you in your face. Yeah, he said something like, I'm Brain Strowman, and I'm going to punch your brains out. Okay, cool. Uh, it was pretty funny, though. I was kind of cracking up. And uh, then he comes out, and I love... He looked like Colonel Sanders. I love Corey Graves. He goes, oh, my God, look at the size of that man. Where did Braun find this guy? Like, it just I love Corey just puts over anyone, like... He's so enthusiastic about everything. He's never just like, look at the size of this man. Where, where did Braun find him? You know, he's just so good at his job. Is, is Corey Graves a heel commentator? I think he's a tweener commentator. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't even think there is heel and face commentators anymore. Because, I mean, look at Michael Cole. He was a heel for a long time, and then all of a sudden now he's just a Michael commentator. Michael Cole still pisses me off. <laughs> well, that's because you're, that's cause you're a Matt Hardy, Mark. Um, I'm a Woken Warrior. Yeah. Um, hold on. And uh, so the oh, I didn't even. That's funny. I didn't even write the notes from this match. I didn't write any notes from this match. It was it was the it was the same match. From, who who did he face? Uh, oh, there was no match. What? Didn't didn't they 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 both attacked him? Both Cesaro and Sheamus attacked oh, him. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, you can tell I something wasn't. happened. Only the best from City Wrestling Radio, right? Um, next. Next is our, not. I don't call it a backstage segment, these. I'm calling them monologues because they seemed more like a drama theater monologue. Okay. Gold Dust and. Uh, that was pretty neat. Gold Dust. Uh, yeah. Gold Dust. Yeah, so Gold Dust basically enters the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and then Matt Hardy um, does his little back- him, yeah. does a backstage segment as well. You know, saying "Ha ah, ha, Golden One," you know, like basically let's have him. You know, we'll both be in that match, and I will win the 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 giant. I will win uh, the uh, terrestrial cosmic wonder of the eighth. The, the gigantic, the wonder of the eighth. Yeah, the gigantic like wonder that. of the eighth. And um, so then we have a match. Which doesn't is, that it doesn't the Tro- the Andre the Giant doesn't look gold. It just looks yellow. It looks plastic. Yeah, it doesn't it even looks, look like a trophy. It looks, it looks like a like a toy. Yeah. But I was just looking at it. It's like just plastic. It's just a toy. It's it, not it even does. Look, you, gold. Know what, you know, it's funny. I bet you they'll have the exact replicas at the Toys R Us one day. I actually saw they actually did make one. They made it one with a Cesaro figure. Um, it came with the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle. Oh, I, but I mean like an actual sized one, like a real life sized one. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll have one eventually, but they'll charge like seventy. Now, now you can have a trophy of a guy that would look at you, the winner, and say, 
Earth, take my bags. Exactly. Um, but well, yeah, all no- the winners of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale minus maybe Big Show. He was like, "Oh, take my bags." Yeah, take my bags. Wait, what? He would say, "Oh, take my bags, boss." Oh, yeah. No, he would tell the Big Show to take his bags too. Uh, Andre was the man, you know. Was- oh yeah, so we had the Woken Matt Hardy versus Goldust, and this was um, they both get jobber entrances. And this is probably as good as you can expect it to be. I mean, really, if, if you think about it, when Matt Hardy was going to be woken, broken, it's not going to be the Matt Hardy show. No, not at all. this isn't TNA where they only have, like, what, maybe five people on the what roster you, and they you, can fit, like, 20 minutes of them playing know, with monkeys and calling know, them um, yo, yeah, we're, George Washington. We're not going to have... Um, a deleted version of like we're not gonna have a total nonstop deletion on Raw. Yeah, right? you'll um, probably get down the network or something. Before before we get into SmackDown, just quick thought: Who do you think is gonna win right now? As of right now, who do you think is gonna win uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial? Or, or who do you? Yeah, who do you? Who do you think is gonna win? Like as of right now, before going watching SmackDown tonight. It doesn't really matter because well, yeah, great. Okay, all so just, all right, guys, good show. Well, Bye. I want to say either because Matt Hardy did win the um, final deletion. Yeah. I want to say either Matt Hardy or if Elias will not won't be um, Braun's partner. Yeah, I'll say Matt Hardy or Elias. Yeah. Because I was gonna say Matt Hardy too. I would really. I mean, what else are you gonna do? I mean, you can sit there. I would say yeah, either one of these two guys, Matt Hardy or Goldust. I I I mean, it really doesn't matter. the trophy doesn't matter. No matter how much they put it over, all of a sudden now it's like, oh, it it helped people's careers. And no, it didn't. No, Baron Corbin's in the exact same position he was last year in the Battle Royal. Yeah. You know? Cesaro. Well, he did well, something, so, but. Yeah, Cesaro did something. At the same time, yeah, whatever. I kind of want to see Goldust. Yeah, but he was I'm going to say Goldust. Remember when he won the Battle Royale in 2014 and then right. he got paired up with Paul Heyman? Yeah, that was weird. And then he was getting cucked out by Brock Lesnar every time a- Heyman opened his mouth. Yeah. He would just stand there like, okay, I guess you're going to talk about Lesnar for five minutes. Yeah. He was kind of like a body, like that bodyguard yeah. role. He was just there. Um, so next and up. And then Mojo is doing things. Oh, God. And then we are, yeah. Oh, God, there was, those, those are all bad. I mean, I, I love I love me some Zubas. They are comfy. Remember, remember Damien, you were, we were all there. Uh, WrestleMania 31 when Damien Sandell. Like throughout the Miz. And oh, I yeah, I, ju- I just watched that match the other night. Yeah. And then like he had the big show in the Chris Benoit spot. Yeah, yeah. And then he lost. Yeah, of course, Big <laughs> Show won that one. Um, that was that was the harbinger I, of WrestleMania right there. But see, that's the thing. People try to say that, like they try to say, oh, they used this for new talent to get over, but at the same time, they gave it to Big Show. Like, how is that gonna, you know? So if they're going to they use it to get new talent over or at least try to, but also use it to kind of give someone one last hurrah. I, I I feel that that move was for that reason, but also the f- with the crowd. Mm, yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, I don't think so. I don't think it was the mess with the crowd. Um, it was. But yeah, give it to Goldust, man. Screw the it. The big show hate at the time was like the Gold. big show and Kane hate was like really at the well, level. Gold. What I'm saying is that Goldust. This is when they were chanting, "Please retire at Big Show." Okay, yeah, um, but what I'm saying, Goldust, <laughs> he, um, I think he can be just give him one last because he's he's almost done, dude. Yeah. He's like literally like probably six to eight months away from being done. I just you know. He's been wrestling for how long? Probably a little bit longer than just as long as The Undertaker. Probably 30, 30, 30 years. Yeah. So, yeah, he needs he needs to start thinking about his body. I mean, if his body's doing well and he's holding up, yeah, more power Same to him. Thing, yeah. Um, so, our next spe- segment of the night is the stupidest segment of the night, which was the Speak and Spell segment of the week. Blubber. Oh, my God. Monday Night Raw tonight is not only sponsored by Sonic, Domino's, but by Blubber. But by poorly amateur, immature writing, too. Like, what was that, man? That was just, like, it, w- it was like, no. Hold Do you on. think any women write this show? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Cause like, he, if you take out maybe Stephanie McMahon. Like, it was just so weird because all it was was like, oh, hey, like, 
Yeah, she's going to be blubbering on. And she's like, oh, my God, Mickey. Okay, so what it was was Alexa Bliss and yeah, Mickey and James. And you have Mickey James there, and she's yeah. saying, oh, she's going to be blubbering because she's yeah, fat. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that. Hold on, Nick. Uh, so, yeah, she, she was, you know, they were talking and said, I'm going to beat you, and your, your feelings were hurt. Oh, well, get over it. And then she goes, after I beat you at WrestleMania, you're going to be blubbering. And Mickey James goes, oh, did you say blubber? Oh, you're gonna be Nia will be blubbering in her blubber. It was, it was stupid. She's gonna be blubbering in her blubber and it was catering. Freaking stupid. But you know, it. I do hate Alexa Bliss a lot more now because if you would, I mean, I, I don't. I, I, I just just uh, a lot of America has, uh, we're you know we're considered more, um, we're more curvaceous than we're fat. Uh, no, God, you're so mean. I'm trying to use the the nice term. We're we're more bootylicious than other countries, and uh, maybe they're trying to just think that like we're oh. loud, obnoxious, and pump full of chemicals. <sighs> to steal a quote from Brian Zane right there. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, so maybe they're just trying to play that because I I do hate Alexa Bliss now. I look at her I'm like, oh, you are cute, but I hate you. Mm. How do you see that match ending? Like what the Nia Jack? Oh, Nia's going over. Do you see it like possibly a Booker T Triple H kind of match? No, because no. there has to be one match at WrestleMania that get, makes you go. Don't get like, too close to the mic. And there has know. to be one, at least one or two matches at WrestleMania that make you go like, "What the f- was that?" Yeah, yeah. Here, here's one: Triple H versus Booker T. Triple H I versus would, Sting. I would rather see. I would rather see Triple H and Stephanie go over Rousey and Angle, honestly, than to see Nia lose. Nia needs that title. Nia needs that title. That is her title. She needs it. She is deserving. She is deserving of that title. She might win it the next night too. You know, something might happen. Mickey might get involved, but she. Why isn't Why isn't Mickey in the match? Because Mickey is like Alexis' homegirl. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it was a stupid speak and spell segment of the week. Next up, we have the John Cena promo, and it's pretty much the same promo we've gotten for yeah. the past, what, three or four weeks now? I was waiting for it, and, and, and... Well, they, yeah, he was, he was, he, everyone thought it was about to happen. This is freaking pointless. Like, I guess, I, I mean, you can't really have Undertaker come out of yeah. nowhere and say, John, let's do this, and it's like... Oh, you know what's funny? That's stupid. It, it's just like he's just John and John and Mark are just you know sitting in the crowd. He's like, "Hello, how are you, Mark?" They're like, "Oh, I'm fine. How are you?" You know, and they're just like talking. They're in just, the skybox. Yeah, they're just in a skybox. Is he, he is he gonna come out? He, yeah. I mean, I think they're they're putting that in our mind that he might not though. Do you th- do you? Is he gonna come th- back? No. Undertaker is Undertaker gonna show up at Mania? It would be no. You don't think so? Like he has are, to. Are they gonna do like the whole thing with Ronda, like what they did at WrestleMania 31 with Rousey and um, The Rock, and Undertaker's gonna say, "Don't get your ass out from the you barricade and come over here, and we're gonna I mean, fight." Maybe because he left his stuff at WrestleMania that, like, yeah, actually, there we go. It'll go dark, and then the lights will come back on, and they'll set up for oh. SummerSlam. The lights will come back on, and the the hat and the jacket will be in the middle of the ring, folded up, just like Undertaker left it last year. That would have been great if it was tonight. And then like you're, and last then, week, and then it's gonna dark again, and you hear dong, and then he's gonna come out without his stuff, and he's gonna come in, and well, that'd be weird to put it on and then take it off again. <laughs> You've done it now. I would have oh, loved God, I, to hear that. Like, no, that's that's a bad thing. I, I love I, that song. I would rather keep rolling, 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 rolling. Anyway, I do like that one, but only one caveat with that song. Every time on the Timetron they would show it, they would show like Limp Biscuit. Like, who is this for? Is this Limp Biscuit or is this for The Undertaker? It's for Limp Biscuit. Duh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um,. But so is it John Cena promo? She's whizzed. She's whiz in uh, Phoenix. Yeah, whatever that means. What? It just doesn't, age. It doesn't Fe- age well. Oh. Limp Biscuit. Oh. Doesn't age well. Oh, okay. Like, that's uh, that's a random saying. I've <laughs> never heard that. But it's like cheese whiz in the Arizona heat. Don't age well. There we go. Um. Yeah. No, you're right. Limp Biscuit does suck. Um. But yeah, the uh, John Cena promo. He really kept hyping up the Undertaker was going to show up. Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, so he says, I'm going to go to Mania as a fan, but that's great. 
because I'm going to watch great matches. And I love how he's like, look at this match and this match. And then they chanted Rusev Day, and he just oh, totally ignored it. And yeah, then he goes, and WrestleMania is on Rusev Day. And, it, and then he goes, and I'm very grateful to watch the Women's Battle Royal. These women have earned their positions. Earned their positions? Well, yes, Nick, they have. Don't say that they haven't. They have. They've, done, they've earned a spot at WrestleMania. But what I'm saying is that he got very somber and very, like, like serious. Like, this match is going to be great. You know, it, like all the other, we're gonna have this match and that match. Why do you, and, why do you and go and like for the Oscar match and say, you know what, you know what, Oscar, I want to challenge you at WrestleMania. Because he's, did you watch the promo where he said Michael Cole asked me? He said Michael Cole asked me, why don't I just get into the Andre the Giant b- uh, Memorial Battle Royal? He goes, why don't I just join one of the other matches? Why don't I join the the Intercontinental Title match? Why don't I join? Another match, he goes, because I didn't earn that position. You could just say you're in. Well, he could, but that's what he's saying. He's saying he doesn't want to take the spot away from a full-time uh, wrestler who have earned that position. Because he knows that, you know, if he goes into... The Barry Master here. Exactly. He's so, finally become self-aware. Yeah, right. And, and you know, it's funny. Remember, I remember when the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale was first introduced when Hogan came out and announced it. I remember... Br- no, John Cena was came out and said, I am entering the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Okay. Gee. And then Bray Wyatt interrupted. I might. And then uh, that set up that match. Yeah, so um So John Cena So John can Cena enter. is going to WrestleMania as a fa- he can, yes, but he doesn't want to because he says if he enters it, he is taking the spot away from a full time employee that has earned their position to be well, there. Well then he could be in the ring with a full time employee and then eliminate himself. Why would you go to WrestleMania then? Why? He wants a spot. <sighs> okay. Well, how do you see him as a fan? Do you think he's gonna like just oh it's like gonna, it, buy it, people food or whatnot? Oh, you know what? He's gonna host the show. He's gonna host the show like the New Day did last year. He's gonna host the show. Well, he's, why didn't they announce that? Because they'll they'll probably do it like the day of, and he'll say hosted by John Cena. Uh, they they could do it like maybe around WrestleMania. Um, they usually do this WrestleMania today. They'll have it like on the Today Show. You mean? No, um, on the network they usually have a thing called WrestleMania Today. Yeah, and they have like a little panel. They started this. I remember. Is it like before, like way before the pre-show? Yeah, they'll do this like the weeks at Access. Oh, cool! And they'll have like a little panel. I always there. thought they sh- they need to televise this. And hold on, side note. They need to televise those matches that happen in Access because there are some cool random matches that oh, happen. Oh, they're Access. they've they've announced um, Progress and Evolve will be there. Oh, at the um, at Access. Yes, that's what's up, dude. Walter and Keith Lee and oh, Keith last year Jimmy Havoc was there. That's what's up. That was when I read that. I was like, what? Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc. Jim, Jim, die, Jimmy, die. Jimmy Havoc, what? What's up? You know who that is, right? Vaguely. King, King of the Death Match. Uh, ICW. Uh, no, I don't know. I can't think. Sorry, I was in a uh, mind fart right there. Um, yeah, I'm sure if I saw his face, like he dude. just had a match with um Mikey Whiplash in ICW. Went through like a sheet of glass. Mikey Whiplash is still wrestling. Yeah. The dude goes from ECW, right? No, I see. No, this dude, Mikey well, Whiplash. He's from ECW, right? No, no. There's oh, oh. Mikey Whipwreck, who was in oh. ECW. You were in the IC, You went to ICW, didn't you? I went, yeah, I went to. I went to a show when I was in, over there. But I like. I was like, who? Uh, most of these guys, I'm like, oh, I have no idea who you are. Wavy Davy or Gravy Davy. Did you see a guy with a white face paint with um, black streaks on his face? Dude, I was so high. I have no idea. You could smoke in. You could smoke freely in England. No, you can't. I just had stuff with me <laughs> that I procured over there. I did not transfer state lines uh. with that. I say to you, somebody found it and it's gave it. It's illegal to smoke weed in Gu- uh, the UK. Guys, if you're under underage, please don't smoke marijuana. It's bad for your brain cells. Yeah, once you're once you're over eighteen, hey. Knock yourself out. I am over 18, and I choose not to smoke. I actually am taking a day off on 420. Cool. It's going to smell like shit. Wait, what? You're taking a day off? Yeah, staying home. I'm oh. hotboxing myself Away from that the hot day. Box. 
Oh, quarantining. Well, anyways, back to the back to the real action. We're like yes, getting back way to the off real topic, action. and I'm gonna have a lot of editing to do later. Um, so where were we? John Cena. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So we we're doing that. So he yeah he's going. John Cena's going to WrestleMania as a fan. I think hosting. Hey, he put over uh, Nikki Bella for a second there. Did he? Yeah. I honestly I skipped through some of the segments because it's just like it's the same promo every week. Like I really just like I had to skip some and then I went back and listened to a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. We cut backstage. Angles talking to uh, Roman Reigns and uh, and you know what you know you, I looked at the steel steps. You yeah. knew Undertaker wasn't coming out if the steps were not like on the side of the barricade. Because oh. if he comes on the motorcycle, he ha- the steel steps are like on the barricade, com- so he could go. Who's saying he's coming as the American badass? Yeah, that's just that rumor. was one rumor, but it's just rumor. Card subject to change, just as everything that's. But planned. then again, at Raw twenty five, he came out in his um. Yeah, he came out as a dead man in his hood. Yeah, so I love that hood. So let's cut backstage to uh, Angle talking to Roman Reigns, just kind of telling him, "Hey, like, don't blow your opportunity, don't don't hurt um Brock." And he goes, "He goes, is Brock in the building? Oh, Brock's absolutely in the building. Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Well, I can't I can't leave if he's here." He's like, "Okay, whatever, don't." Um, and he's like, I can't leave if he's here. And it was like, well, don't blow your opportunity, Roman. <laughs> yeah. Well, what opportunity? Oh. Are they going to cancel the match? Well, what, what? He, what he's saying is he don't hurt Brock too much so he can't compete on Sunday. Uh. Um, and then we cut to an Elias promo. He starts making a, starts singing about Atlanta. He's getting a little bit more face, isn't he? Well, he's getting chance. He's getting, he's, he's getting, getting over. Yeah. He's getting over. The WWE channel. Walk with Elias. And here's the thing with Corey Graves I'm not getting. This is why I brought it up earlier. He always disses Elias. Oh, but that goes back. he's a heel. That goes back to NXT, though. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that goes back, like, a few years. And when Elias comes out, and when Elias Samson would come out, um, he would start. He go, who is this guy? I don't know who he is. You know, are like, they both from Pittsburgh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Then he would. Then he would. He, no, they're both from Pittsburgh. He goes, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh too. I, I don't, I don't ever remember seeing him around. I don't <laughs> know, I don't know. And but then he later he'd be like, oh, I've seen this guy around Pittsburgh. He hangs out with a bad crowd. I don't even get it. Like those are like the lowest level of trash in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> the hip yuppies. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, he is such a hipster, dude. Yeah, they're Elias. both hipsters. Hipsters Di- different cancel way, out hipsters. Different different types of hipster though. Like you have like the like the SoCal hipster in Elias, I feel like, and then no, actually no, you have like the SoCal punk uh, hipster with uh Corey Graves. Yeah, there you go. I love Corey Graves though. He's awesome. I wish I wish I wish I was I was gonna say I wish I was him. No. You know, I, I I remember seeing someone on Facebook wrote, um, Corey Graves looks like a uh, Hitler youth um camp counselor. He, he, yeah, I don't like his. I don't like. I'm not too particular fond of his hair. I mean, uh, so Elias has a promo, starts uh, kind of start building, getting over, but then starts putting down the crowd, and then, then all of a sudden Heath Slater comes out to. Ch- I mean, I'm just one man. Yeah, and then um, yeah. I'm a woman Just one, just one verse, Nick. Just one verse. Um, yeah. So Heath Slater comes out and has a match. I mean, how did we think this was gonna go? Like Elias goes over with drift well, away, yeah, with the drift away, yeah, and we cut backstage to um, Braun Strowman and Kurt Hawkins finally um, kind of bringing uh, to per- uh, kind of bringing to sh- to light what was uh, on Twitter, you know. Um, you know, the, one uh, thing I will say about this Braun Strowman every week facing a member of the bar, they yeah. should have at least had someone like mix it up a bit, like say. Here's my partner at WrestleMania, and then he brings out like Kerr Hawkins, and, and then, then Kurt Hawkins loses. He's not my partner anymore. Yeah, and then he like throws them out and like beats them up and yeah, puts them through a table and says, "Well, he wasn't my partner." And then the next week, like you can bring out James Ellsworth or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so then it's like he wasn't my partner either. Yeah. So basically, um, Kurt Hawkins and Braun Strowman backstage, and Kurt Hawkins saying, "Hey, hey, Braun, you need a partner. Like, you need a shirt that said Pick Me, Braun.'" Yeah, I saw. That. And um, I want to get that shirt. And he's a big break, and then he oh yeah, hold him, like through it. Yeah, the yeah. Wall. He, he goes, he goes, this could be my big break, and he goes, hmm, "What's your win loss record like?" And he goes, well, not so good. Um, oh, God. um, but you know. Um, Here's your big 
break. And then throws him through the wall, which was crazy. Um, so then we have the... Curry ni- Hawkins is dead. Yeah, almost. That was a really thin wall, but yeah, almost. Uh, next up, we have the Nia Jax interview, which, like I said before... Who, at one point, no point did she say she's not like most girls. Well, she, you know, she went on to say... I, I really love this because... I think it's good to show somebody a humanize. Po- humanize someone and humanize like all different body types are out there and you know you don't have to ju- you're not just um you're not just not just you don't have to look like Alexa Bliss you don't have to be blonde skinny and athletic or blonde skinny and you know the traditional um beautiful because Nia Jax is a very beautiful woman. Well, I I I feel well, like around well, maybe because two thousand around like the NXT girl era, yeah, how we're getting women like, NXT women, yeah NXT women like that whole John Lord Johnny Ace bikini model image just kind of died out. Oh, definitely, we're getting into the it's we're getting the, it's like, the women's revolution, yeah, man. Five um, foot different looking girls, not a five foot yeah. five foot five feet of fury yeah. versus you know the the irresistible force Nia Jax. And she said a lot of stuff that actually was really good. You had someone who could be your barista over someone who could be a bikini model, and they could both do, and they're both interchangeable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, Nia Jax said, "I never thought Alexa would betray me like that." And really, I know, right? Let's, let's but then, be real but then she here. gets into it and she goes, uh, "She said these are my God-given abilities, and I should never feel sorry for that." And you know, when she said that, because you know, like I, I feel said, she could have healed it up a bit, no, like had a little she's more all, attitude. She's like, all face. I work it. This is who I am. You don't like it? You kiss my ass. Because that she, they're, they're she turning her into a face. Well, that's yeah. face right there. No, it's like, not. You're like you know what? I'm big. I'm beautiful. I'm gonna work it, and I'm gonna break. And I'm gonna break because Alexa's. That- Effing neck or something. Because that could, well, first off, they're not going to do that on Raw, dude. You know that. Well, I'd say effing neck, but like, secondly, I'm when snap you do her like a twig, she said that at the end of the promo. She said, "Alexa, you're nothing more than an insignificant fly, and I'm going to squash you at WrestleMania." Eh, what? Because she didn't say that. Just a little weak. I feel like because she didn't say the f word, you didn't like it. Not the f word, but she she kind of sounded like she was all sad. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna redefine ch- size, and I'm g- I have God-given ability. Like she should have like yeah, I, flaunted I, it, like work I really, it. Like I really liked it. her promo. I thought it was great. It brought a tear to my eye. I cried a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, like I said, I was somebody who had weight problems growing up, and when she was, she was very positive about, about her weight, and she's very happy about it. So she should have talked a little more about like how she was gonna like mess up Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Anyway, so the next like mat- healed it up a bit, but still be a face. Yeah, no, know? don't heal it up. Ultimate face. Well, if you heal it up a bit, then somebody out there is gonna be like, I don't like her. You want to get everybody on her side. Mm-hmm. So she had to go like the nice, the nicest thing possible. Um, which led into the next Man, match. Look, you're right. you know you're right. You're yeah. right about that. So led into the but next just match. Just a little, a little more attitude. Yeah, she could have showed a little more attitude. Yeah. So, like I said, that led into the next match was was Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Dana Brooke and Oscar. You know why does Oscar need to wrestle on Raw? No, I don't. After I don't like two weeks ago, like here's the thing: they should have her more on SmackDown. Uh, okay, because the, they're gonna go on. The only I can see that I will give you this though: the only reason they're not having her wrestle on SmackDown is because she's gonna be going to SmackDown and she's gonna have great matches with all these people. So they're saying, hey. Why not put her on Raw? She's not going to have any matches with these people anytime soon. Maybe she will against whoever gets, you know, shaken well, over to go, SmackDown. She can go to SmackDown and just be, like, backstage, or she's just talking with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, they just— Or she's in a skybox, or she's on—okay, never mind. I was going to say on commentary, but she can't do that. Um, have her in a skybox— have her just sitting ringside or just sitting at the announce table just you watching Charlotte. I will say this. Or she could be backstage and then the Riot Squad say, offer her a shirt and then she scares them off or something like that. I will say this, though. I I was watching New Japan, Sakura Genesis this past weekend, and I do. Great. Great, great show. Event. You know, we'll, t- we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it another day. Another, another time for that. Uh, but I do like how they, had, they have American commentary and then they have um, Japanese commentary. On the yes. Japanese commentary. Hi. They had 
they had people Kushida they, they, yeah they had people Tanahashi. come over and then on the American commentary they had other people come over Rocky Romero yeah. um, you know people like that so and I think WWE should do that I think Fale main appearance yeah I think having Oscar or having someone that speaks a different language on a different commentary table would be awesome have her on the Japanese commentary table with Funaki yeah. and be able to interchange can you interchange between them on the network um no, that's I, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool to listen. Well, they to could you. have like someone like they could have Byron, Corey, um, what's well, well, Tom, what and then they could have Funaki right next to her, and it's like, and then no, they could have Corey ask her like, "Hey, um, so Oscar, what do you think about uh, Charlotte going into WrestleMania?" And then they could have Funaki say that would something. That would drag on for so long though. It would be like, "Hey, what do you think?" You know. Say something in Japanese. Say something else in Japanese. Oh, this is what she thinks. So it would just be like this long, drawn out. Like that's what I'm saying. If she was on a Japanese commentary table where she's just for the Japanese audience, she could speak in her native tongue with Funaki, one on one, and it would be seamless. Yeah, but I, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. They're going more for Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Why is Oscar there? I, I feel they're like just used, after they're just she, used, they're after she wrestled Alexa Bliss. In Dallas, that was it. Like well, they're, they're just, just they're just what do you call it? Um, they're using what they can out of her. Uh, they could have sent her to SmackDown the and have her not do anything. Well, they're filling the card right now. She's technically not a SmackDown roster member, so okay. Well, sure. Chris Benoit was on Raw when um, he oh, won the well, that was Royal a Rumble. That was a different time. No, it's still it's a different time. He lost he lost his chance at the WWE Championship because of Paul Heyman, and then when he won the Royal Rumble and said, yeah, I'm going to go to Raw to face Triple H for the world title, he was still technically a SmackDown superstar. You can't say that's a different time because you could still apply that to now. What year was it? 2004. What year is it now? 2018. Different time. How is it a different time? <laughs> How is it a different time? Uh, no, what I'm saying is, is that it different writers different there's no continuity within 13 14 years of WWE that's why there is no even within 3 months at WWE there's barely any continuity there's no continuity between NXT and, and the main roster how can you i just don't see how WWE would be like okay no well, we did this with Chris Benoit, so we should do it with Oscar. I just nobody's thinking about that, and it would lead to I, a lot of great possible dream matches and opportunities. Right, like but what I'm what I'm saying with is the Riot Squad and Becky Lynch. But what I'm saying only. is that you know Kevin Dunn barely remembers all that stuff happening. Probably, yeah. you know, probably one of the guys who helped write the stuff. Hey, hell, hell, the head writer probably barely remembers that segment. And so, hey, you have Oscar on the Mixed Match Challenge, which is on like. Right after SmackDown, so she's there half the time. Yeah, she's everywhere, man. Um, but she can be there, like, do so a little segment. So, yeah, there was a match. We, we can't forget about that. Yeah. We are going way and off Dana top. Dana Brooke um, just took the beatings, and then Asuka came in. Yeah, Asuka came which in. Which was weird. Oh, she, Weird-ass match. Why? Like, Dana Brooke and Asuka, it's like. Oh, yeah, it was a weird, it was very weird pairing. I was thinking, um, okay, Tyus O'Neal's going to. Tice is gonna be out there. Yeah, I don't know. I th- yeah, it'd be kind of cool if they all came. That would have been funny. But um, Oscar won. Japanese person on your roster. Oscar won with the Oscar lock on Mickey James, and um, yeah, Alexa yeah. Mickey attack uh Oscar after the match, and um, who and shows up? Naya for the save. Naya for the save. Why yeah. did and then Oscar just why didn't they have leaves? why didn't they have Oscar and Naya versus that would make so much more sense then you know especially since they were kind of like enemies at one point. Just they could have had backstage like Nia to stand there, and like Oscar come up and go, hey, like I know we got into it, but you know I need to tag team partner tonight. They don't even have to say anything. They just or just a nod. Yeah, a nod, and like uh, kind of like with um, the New Day and the Usos. Yeah, they would they would also have an Us truce. Um, so Nia comes down for the save. You know, uh, Alexa and Mickey run off, and which goes into our go home. is this tug of war 2.0? Um, actually, but it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't tug of war. It was a lot better. It was. It was a lot better than tug of war. Oh yeah. Uh, it was a lot better than the go home show for WrestleMania 31. That's for sure. So basically, what happened? Brock Lesnar comes out to the ring with Paul Heyman, and then our wall of tag team superstars, <laughs> which there was only tag team competitors. There was no singles competitor in there. The club. They, and the the bar. club. The bar. Um, <laughs> the Titus bar. Worldwide. Um, the revival. Yeah. And and then. Um, you know, and, uh, the Miz Taraj were there. Yeah, the Miz Taraj. And Heyman gives a, cuts his regular promo. You know, this is the man who will beat you. And, you know, 
ill-equivalently. That's not even a real word, but you know what I mean. And it just cuts carrot breaks character. What? No, I remember he said he was gonna break character, and he said, "This is gonna be the last time you see us." I'm gonna write something on social media. Brock will say hi to you from UFC. Yeah, and um, they just they're just throwing that name so around. Then, aren't Ro- they, huh? So the wall of tag team superstars was to prevent Roman from coming down to the ring. Roman Reigns comes out and kind of cuts this promo for a second, saying, "You guys are really gonna hold me back from this part timer, this joke, this guy who holds the title and is never here." And all of a sudden. The coolest moment. Cesaro of, has to explain it to Sheamus. The coolest moment of the uh, the promo is when everyone stepped aside to let Roman Reigns through, and I thought that was, I thought that was badass. Sheamus uh, was the king of the nerds right there. I kind of was behind Roman Reigns too. You know, I call me and Gabriel from the Pacific Northwest uh, chapter of uh, City Wrestling Radio. We're we were Brock Lesnar uh, marks because, like we said, we met him and we used to call him our daddy. It was a joke we had. You know, like that's our abusive father. And um, and but I was behind Roman 100 percent at this one, and he went down, and Brock grabs a chair, and Roman Reigns just proceeds. To I, like, I like his like, think about it, think about it, boy. Oh, think about it. Yeah, I don't like how he says boy. That's really weird, dude. That's just I, that's just him. I don't think that's like a no. I know it's just a race thing. I know. I, well, if you really want to get into it, it, it is a race thing. Oh yeah, Bo- it, calling someone boy that is it's racist, a very it's a very race related thing. I feel like that's how he I calls think, people. But I think a lot of but I think a lot of people say it not thinking that it has race connotations to it. It's from a farm out here. <laughs> Did you ever see his farm? Yeah. Um. So yeah, then Roman proceeds to hit like what five Superman punches. Yeah. On Brock, and then Brock rolls out of the ring, and Roman holds up the title. Yeah, and, and he it. gets an F five. Yeah, and then oh yeah, and gets an F five, and which he will kick out of at WrestleMania. That is for sure. So that was uh that was Monday Night Raw. So um, how many? Out of all the go home shows you've like experienced in the past, like what do you see that as a go home show? Did you that mean, get you excited for WrestleMania? No, no. Not really. I mean, what what is there to get excited? I mean, the main matches that we're excited to see pre-show, Alex Cedric Alexander versus yeah. Mustafa Ali, that's BS. That should be the first match on the main card. Did you see the video that was um, posted on w- on WWE's YouTube page no. with um, Mustafa Ali talking about the heart, the heart and soul? Oh, yeah, like it's the heart versus the soul of... Uh, yeah, and it's all in black and white. I watched that on the bus right over here. It's like, damn. You really, you really put it over. I really thought that the um, U.S. title match would be the pre-show. That would be the yeah, pre-show I, yeah. Event. I say put the cruiserweight title match on the main card. Put the put it first U.S. title match. Yeah, definitely put the U.S. title in the pre-show. Um, so, what would you give Raw this week, Nick? I would give it at a five. Don't breathe in the microphone. I'd give it a three. I would give it one super burrito with way too much lettuce. There was too much filler is what I mean. Yeah. You know, like there were some good bits and pieces in there and you you, you know you have to get through it, but there's just way too much filler and way too much lettuce. Do you remember like in the um Nick, watch out for the microphone, you're breathing right into it. Your Not- I think it's your nose. Okay. It's my it's my nose. Maybe, maybe if you want to like turn the microphone, you could kind of talk. I don't know. Whatever you feel. Do you remember better. when SmackDown would be merely just a recap show, and they would talk? They would like really yeah. cut from Axis. Yeah. They so, might as well have done that. Yeah. So that was that was Monday Night Raw. Um, we we need to wrap this up. All right. Um, so we will see. Is there anything else we need to mention? Oh, um, guys, let us not forget. I need to tell you guys. Do you, Nick? Do you need somewhere to watch WrestleMania? Um, I know of a few places to watch WrestleMania. But no, I mean, do you do you need somewhere to watch WrestleMania? Yeah. I know I need somewhere to wrestle, but it's cool because we found a place to watch WrestleMania this Sunday or this Sunday starting at two p.m. for the pre-show. So yeah, the San Francisco Wrestling Watching Club is uh hosting a a WrestleMania watch party at the Knockout Bar. Like I said, that's on Mission Street in San Francisco. Yes, kind of near uh, in between the Cesar Chavez and. 29th Street in that area. Right by um, right across to you from Burger King, right next door to Taqueria, not Taqueria Cancun. Taquerias, Burger King, and Planned Parenthood. Oh, 
yeah, I mean, you can um, get some education while you get some food and watch some WrestleMania. Oh, it's Sunday. They'll probably be closed. Anyways, uh, so that was, uh, so like I said, the Knockout Bar on Mission Street is going to be hosting a WrestleMania watching party with the Wrestling Watching Club. Guys, it starts at 2 p.m. Be sure to come. Bring your friends. Your very own Corey Smith and Nick Winstead will be in the house representing City Wrestling Radio. What are you going to eat during the show, Nick? What, 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 are you, what are you looking forward to eat? What do you I need? probably might Burger go King? during the break matches and just um, get a maybe get a burrito, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, burrito. Yeah. Um, I might get some pupusas, actually, right across the street. That sounds really good. Anyways, guys. Don't bring your own drink, though. But It's a bar. Hey, man, that's a bar. That's that's Actually, the, you know, it gets one. really crowded, so you actually can bring something. Well, he won't see it. No. Anyways, uh, guys, uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. We're across all different social media platforms at CWR415. And like I said before, um, if you can't catch, a, catch up with the show, which I'm saying it's at the end of the show. So you probably listened, or else there's nobody listening to this part. Um, follow us on all different social media platforms. Co- guys, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Nick Winston. And we'll see you tomorrow with our with Smack It, our SmackDown Weekly Recap. Yes, Smack It! All right. With, with Jose. Yeah, with uh, CWRJ, right? Yeah. yeah. Or CWJ, right? All right, oh guys. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. All right, bye. Bye! <laughs>